the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Let the peace of Christ be the king, the boss, the president. Let him rule in your life. Not the conflict, not the trouble. No, but peace is governing me. Peace is telling me. Peace is ruling. On today's Healing Word broadcast, we're continuing a series focused on events found in Matthew chapter 14, where Jesus feeds the 5,000 and later walks on water to meet the disciples who were in a boat and struggling against a horrific storm. Let's join Pastor Jack Morris and the congregation of the Largo Community Church for the message, The Rule of Peace. Wouldn't it be wonderful to have peace at all times? Never to be disturbed ever again? Well, there can be peace or calm at the center because Jesus is the Prince of Peace and where Jesus is, He rules with peace. He's the King of Salem, the King of Peace, our Lord Jesus. Well, the disciples were now in a storm and it was absolutely flip-flop from what they had on the mountain. Boy, last Sunday it was great. This Sunday it's not so great. Matter of fact, it's a little bit miserable. Has that happened sometimes? It does. So what is the Lord saying? What is the Lord doing? What am I supposed to do? That's what today's sermon is all about. Hear the word of God, the healing word, and be blessed by the healing word. So Jesus was on the mountain and he looked down in the valley, looked over at the lake, and he saw the disciples straining at the oar. Friend, you can't fix it. This is life and we are people and people will always be people. They were straining at the oar. We, things happen and we, we strain to fix it. We, we strain to move forward. And we find out that the headwind is right in our face. And we're staying right where we are until Jesus comes. And when Jesus comes, the tempter's power is broken. When Jesus comes, all fears are washed away. He takes the gloom and he fills the life with glory. That's what he does. I strain at the oars, but Jesus fixes things. Let him fix it today, friend. Will you? Let him fix it. He'll do it, and it'll be so wonderful. And you will know that you've been in the house of God and in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, do you have your Bibles open? Look at point A. What is the first word? Let. 
That is something that you have to let happen, that you have to allow to happen. I have to get involved. The Bible says, with God, all things are possible. Now, notice it says, with God. You, with God, make all things possible. Not just God, but I've got to do my part to make it happen. And that's what he's going to do. You allow, you have a controlling factor in all that is going on. Don't let the sorrow, the, the storm come in. Keep it out in the name of the Lord. Let Jesus come in. Let him abide. You see, there's a song and a hymn that we sing sometimes. How peace is divine. You see, peace is from God. It, it doesn't come from down here. Peace is not of this earth. Friction, hardship, pain, sorrow, death, sickness. That's all of earth. But peace is from above. It comes from above. Peace, peace, wonderful peace. What's the rest of it? Coming down from the Father above. It comes from heaven. Look up, friend. Our redemption draws nigh. Peace is coming down, blessing us. I know it's not Christmas yet, but it won't be very much longer, will it? It'll be Christmas. So I'm going to do a little bit of Christmas preaching today. I want to talk with you about the Virgin Mary. Now listen, friend, what happened to her can happen to you today and bring God's blessing and peace to you. The angel came to Mary and said, will you let him in? Will you let Jesus in? I'm using my own words right now. But she had the final decision. The Holy Spirit was talking to her. The angel Gabriel was the voice of God at that moment. And the angel came and said to her that uh, you are blessed, you are highly favored, but you, Mary, have a decision to make. You see, she could have decided, no, I don't want Jesus in my womb. You and I could say, I don't want Jesus in my heart. I don't want Jesus in that, that life-producing part of me. For Mary, it was her womb. I don't want Jesus there. She had the power. She had the choice. Friend, you have it. The problem is you're not praying about it. You're not using it. But Jesus comes today to make your life more beautiful, to help you to get out there and fight the good fight of faith. It's a spiritual warfare, and you don't know the direction the wind is going to come and blow against you. But it will come. Jesus will even see to it that it comes to let you know that you've got, and I have some growing yet to do in the Lord. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message following this important invitation. The Largo Community Church continues to worship on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. by way of live streaming. If there was ever a time when we need the church and the Christians need one another, it's now. To view the live streaming worship, go to the church's website, largocc.org that's l-a-r-g-o-c-c dot org click on watch live on Sundays and let's worship the Lord together l-a-r-g-o-c-c dot org now let's join Pastor Jack Morris 
for the conclusion of today's message. Now, peace belongs to Christ. You can only get it through the Prince of Peace. He owns it. It's not mine. It's his. I, I can't concoct it. I can't make it happen. I can, I can try to play around it. And, and oh, there's a lot of people there using drugs and alcohol, pleasure, illicit sex, all kinds of things to have peace with a phony smile on their face, dressed in the very best, driving the very best, living in the very best, the very best vacation, and their hearts are miserable. Friend, if their hearts are miserable, your hearts are miserable, what's the difference between us? We have Jesus. Jesus is for everyone who will turn to him and believe in him. We have Jesus. Peace belongs to him. When Jesus met the disciples in the upper room after the resurrection, they were bolted behind closed doors. Jesus walked right into the room, appeared, and he said, Peace, I leave with you. What did you say, Jesus? They didn't have peace. They were fearful. Their Messiah had been crucified. They were behind locked doors because the effort was stamp out Christianity. Now we got the leader, but we didn't get his followers. They're next. But Jesus said, peace. Friend, open your heart as I seek to open mine today and hear him speak. Peace. Notice what he said. Peace. Peace. My peace. Now, I, I underscored the word my in my Bible and in my notes. My peace. His peace. It's not my peace. Friend, you can't fix it. It's never going to change. Ten years from now, you will still be the same touchy person. No. Let's, let's live in peace. Live in victory. Live in healing. He said, my peace I leave with you. My peace. You see, God created the heavens of the earth. The heavens of the earth belong to him. I didn't create it. I'm living in it, and I'm enjoying that part that I can enjoy that he had me. It, it belongs to him. Peace belongs to Jesus. He's the prince of peace. He says, my peace, I leave with you. My peace. Now notice what he said. Peace, my peace, I give to you. It's a gift. Friend, ask Jesus for a gift of peace. Ask, it, it comes right out of his heart. He, he, reaches, he reaches right into his heart and he gives you what's his, what belongs to him. Friend, you're never going to have a spiritual Christian Jesus peace until Jesus gives it to you. And he's not going to give it to you until you tell him you need it. The same with salvation and with sins. How do you get rid of your sins? You look to Jesus. You ask him. The same is with peace. And there are Christians today who are having difficulty with struggles. There, there was a, a man. He, he lived among the tombs. He was in a terrible situation. He would break the chains that bound him. He would scream. Now, that, that, this is going to, the pendulum is swinging way over until Jesus came. When Jesus comes, Jesus came and Jesus asked him, what is your name? And what did he say? Legion. There are numerous untold numbers of conflicts going on in me. I have a variety of personalities. 
Legion means 6,000. That was the number of the Roman regiment. A legion, a Roman soldier. Soldiers, 6,000 of them. And when he said to Jesus, my name is Legion. And I think and I pray and I, I feel for people today who are having all of these conflicts and they, they know sooner seemingly they get over one, they have a short oasis of peace and then all of a sudden another one of those demons of legion jumps on them. Something happened, something crossed them, something went wrong. Friend, there's never going to be absolute 100% right in this world. But Jesus comes to bring peace to the people of God. My peace I give to you. Not your peace. Not somebody else's peace. Not peace you can buy. Not peace you can go get. My peace I give to you. It belongs to Jesus. He gives it. Now he gives it not as the world gives. But as Jesus gives. How does the world give peace? Or or, or, let's put it this way. What What is the definition of peace according to the world? How does the world define peace? The world defines peace as the absence of conflict. The absence of conflict, the absence of trouble. Friend, isn't it interesting how that all through the years, what it was back in 1922 or 26, the war to end all wars, why all of this seemed like the nations of the earth seemed to hate Americans. There's... Trouble with Korea, trouble with Syria, trouble with Iraq, trouble with, with the Turkey. It, it just goes on and on. And, and when, we, when the nations think that, that conflict is over and conflict has been dispelled and there's no more cannons and, and bombs heard, that's peace. And that's how the world interprets peace. When there's no conflict... The absence of conflict, no. Jesus is not in the absence of conflict. He's in the, in the ministry of giving something. Jesus, the world says, peace is the absence of conflict. Jesus is saying, peace is the presence of something, not the absence of something. We're trying to resolve conflicts. Jesus is saying, I have come to Shalom you, to clothe you with shalom, to give you shalom. I want to put shalom on you, the garment of shalom. I want to give you something, not just the absence of something, but a gift from God. And he comes to give us this. Remember the woman with the issue of blood, how Jesus was on his way to perform one miracle, to raise that little 12-year-old girl from the dead, and this woman went through the line. Friend, when you seek, you'll find when you are as determined as she was determined, she was weak, emaciated, sick, but she pressed on through that line, went through the people, pushed the people aside. She must get to Jesus. And indeed, she got to Jesus. Everybody who wants Jesus gets to Jesus. Everybody, you, me, the world, everybody, nobody has turned away. And she touched the hem of his garment Did Jesus take something from her? No. He said, I felt virtue go out of me. He gave something. Jesus doesn't resolve conflict only. 
He gives peace. He's the Prince of Peace. Jesus fixes it by settling you at peace. All the storm might keep right on going, whirling around you, whirling around you, but there's calm at the center. Look at the eye of the storm. Let Jesus be that to you today, and he will be. Now, I must close, but I'm going to start something that I'm going to finish, Lord willing, next Sunday morning. Look at this. I must read it to you. It says this, verse 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Let the peace of Christ be the king, the boss, the president. Let him rule in your life. Not the conflict, not the trouble. No, but peace is governing me. Peace is telling me. Peace is ruling. Now, this is what I'm going to be doing, the Lord willing, next week. The word rule. You see the word rule? There it is on the screen. Rule in your hearts. Rule in the original language functions like an empire. Like an empire at a baseball game or a football game or an empire. The empire calls the shots. The empire makes the decision. Who disputes with the empire? Let peace be the empire. Let the peace call the shots. Let the peace do what peace can do. And peace will do for you exactly what you want because God loves you and he wants to bless you with peace. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. Function like an empire. Again, I'll say, in our hearts, like legion, there's all of these tensions, conflicts going on, sorrows, just clashing, 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 straining at the oars. Oh, if I could just get out of this situation. If I could just get these thoughts out of my mind, they keep coming back. If I could just settle myself. No, if I could. No, I can't. He can. Somebody ought to say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And he comes today to bless. Let peace make the final decision. Settle disputes. Determine the right action. Let peace do it. I'm going to just start into next week's sermon. Peace has been the voice of God to me all my years. Or the years that I have spoken peace, allowed peace, talked to the Lord. Even about building the buildings, even about buying the land, even when I'm trying to make a decision, even something so very, very small, I, I seek to make peace the governing factor. Let peace make the decision. I haven't always made the right decision, and that's because I didn't seek the Lord at that particular time. But when we were going to buy the 42 acres over there, I thought if we could just, if we could buy five acres for parking, I would be so happy. And then I thought, even if we could just get two acres, I would be so happy. And then the thought came, buy the whole thing. I mean, are we serving a little tiny God? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. That piece of clay over there? And I thought, now, is that God or is that me? You know, I get excited and I get ambitious. And, and, uh, and so I thought, you know, I can't trust myself at times. I, I can't ever really trust myself. And so I, I didn't know whether that was God or is that me? 
And so I prayed. I said, now, Lord, you speak peace to my heart about that over there. Well, peace came. That wasn't enough. You, you can't make a quick decision. Don't make a quick decision. Give God time. You're not going to lose an opportunity. Day after day, and I started telling the Lord, Lord, shall I put a contract on a piece of property that I don't have any money and I can't afford? Make a fool out of myself in Prince George's County? (laughs) See, I start thinking about myself and my image. (laughs) And before the Largo Community Church. And so I begin to pray, Lord, there's a peace And it's growing stronger day by day, week by week, month by month. It's growing stronger until I am at perfect peace. Get the contract. Call the real estate. Sign that contract. We're going to go for the whole thing. There's a peace in my heart that the world never gave. A peace it cannot take away. And when we stepped out, The water became solid and we started walking on the water. The men of the church went up to the street. They parked their cars after a men's fellowship. And I asked them about 15 of them. And we stood on the land. Kusik, you were there. Phil Mazza was there. Others were there. And we claimed it with our feet. But there was a peace that just overcame me. Over that period of time, the same thing happened about the building. The same thing happened about everything. And when I have waited on God and looked to the Lord, he said, my peace I give to you. Now, there have been times that things have looked so good for the kingdom. And I felt, oh, I want to do that. I want to get on the radio. I, I want to get on the television. <laughs> I want to do it. And El reach souls for Christ. And I started praying about it and a cloudy feeling came over. And so I said to the Lord, Lord, you know, I want to reach souls. You told me to go into all the world and preach the gospel to all people. And uh, you're not willing that any should perish. And and yet, Lord, I feel this little bit of cloudiness. Now, is this me or is this you? Day after day, month after month. And then after a while, the cloudiness didn't go away. And I said, it's done. I'm not doing it. It's not of God. There's not a pathway of peace. There's no peace in my heart. One time, the Apostle Paul was going to Macedonia. And he was going to take the gospel. And the Holy Spirit said, no, don't you go there. You go there. So sometimes it may look good, sound good. But it's not according to God's timing at the moment. Later on, those doors open. But the timing was off. But am I ever glad That God has a clock (laughs) and a will. And he reveals and he talks with the mouth of peace. And Jesus is here today. Now I know there's some troubled hearts. Not that I know who it is. (laughs) But I know because we're in a world of conflict. Conflict everywhere. Among the nations. Among the kings and presidents of the earth. And they're just like us. People. And the enemy has come. The storm has, is raging. Some of you are straining at the oars to get over something, to move beyond it. And you find yourself standing still. You're the same place you were six months ago. But today, the whirling winds might keep blowing. But peace is going to come to your heart. A strength, the peace of the Lord. 
Are you ready for peace to come in? Jesus is here. The Prince of Peace is here. Are there storms in your life that are taking a toll and depriving you of peace? I invite you to take these problems to Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace, and let him demonstrate his power and love to you, and watch as the storms in your life are calmed and your faith is increased. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. When you contact us, Pastor Morris will return a note of thanks and will lift your name up in prayer to God with heartfelt thanks and appreciation. Be sure to tune in to WAVA tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.